Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talking Logistics, where we have conversations with thought leaders and newsmakers in the supply chain logistics industry. It's my great pleasure to welcome today's program, Ryan Winter, who's Global Technical Sales Manager at 5 Qubits, a command Alcon company. And today we're going to talk about truck tracking and telematics in the heavy building material supply chain. Now, over the past couple of years, we've seen you know, growing demand for truck tracking and telematics solutions. And this is particularly true in the heavy buildings material industry. So what factors are driving demand for these solutions? You know, what are some of the key capabilities that, that companies are looking for? And how are these solutions delivering business value? Well, those are some of the questions we're going to address today. And certainly great to have Ryan uh, on the program to kind of share his insights and advice on this topic, uh, considering he's on the front lines of all this. So uh, Ryan, welcome to the program. Adrian, thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to be here with you. Well, Ryan, uh, be before we dive into the topic, uh, you know, whenever I bring on a new guest uh, onto the program, I'm always curious to learn a little bit about, you know, how they got involved in this whole industry, you know, to begin with. So why don't you briefly just tell us a little bit about your career path, you know, how and why you got involved in kind of this whole, uh, you know, this whole industry and space and kind of what your current role and responsibilities are there at Five Cubits. That'd be great. Well, it, it started early. I graduated from Brigham Young University and uh, moved into a communications and a business minor and began my, my business, um, actually my whole experience in, in kind of the tech industry. At that point, uh, I was offered a, an opportunity with uh, the five qubits track it opportunity and thought it sounded really interesting and, and exciting and to be on that front line of the thing. So I uh, started about 11 years looking into the industry and learning the industry and uh, what it takes and what it does. And, uh, and I've been here ever since. But that, that's great. And, you, and your role there at Five Qubits, uh, what's your overall responsibility there? Oh, very good. My role is uh, the global technical sales manager. So anything Five Qubits product wise, I help in, in all the opportunities as far as with all the other salespeople. So I'll travel globally or wherever it is here in the United States and, and be able to help them with those opportunities. Great, great. So, you know, great journey there, 11 years. Certainly a lot has changed in 11 years in, in this industry and with the technology and everything else. And, and, and like I said, you know, it's uh, 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 kind of, it's become a hot topic now in, in, in recent years here. Um, so, so let's start, you know, first with a quick overview of the heavy building, you know, material supply chain. I mean, I think a lot of, you know, there might be some folks that might not be familiar with that industry. I had the the opportunity to attend your your conference uh, last last November, I, I certainly learned a lot. But I think you know it might be helpful to just give a you know brief overview of of the supply chain. You know who's involved, who are some of the participants. Yeah, it's 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 funny because you say you learned a lot, and we continue to learn a lot because it continues to evolve. And part of that is is what we talked about the supply chain and and what does that entail. And a lot of that is all the way we we think it's important to keep all of the supply chain together and to link them together so that we can see what's going on all the way from the hauler to the supplier to the producers and the contractors um, without all of those pieces then we're not going to work if, if you don't have a, a hauler then the suppliers aren't going to have the material to be moved and uh, the contractor won't have the the product to build what they need to build so we see that evolution coming and, and want to link those all together and let them see what's happening which is really not really the way it is now. They all work as independent functions and, and don't really work together necessarily. So we would like to pull that all together. That's the, the overall view. Yeah, no, I, I think that those were my, you know, some of my takeaways as well. And, and, and 
there at the conference, I, I definitely saw a lot of uh, interest and, in, in, um, you know, drive to, to kind of take a more integrated approach and, and enhance collaboration between all those, all those participants. I think, you know, most folks, you know, they, they see buildings and they see construction um, and, and that's kind of their, kind of their view of the industry. But then when you kind of, you know, peel back the onion, look at behind the scenes and realize, you know, all that it takes to, you know, be able to, you know, pour that concrete and, you know, all the raw materials that go into it and all the coordination that's involved between, you know, the, the suppliers and the, like you said, the haulers, which bring the materials back and forth. And, and obviously the contractors that are, you know, in charge of, of getting these projects completed on time and, and within budget, I think is, uh, you know, pretty, uh, pretty impressive undertaking. It's, it's a global undertaking as well, too. You're right. What does it take to get to the final? And there's a lot of, a lot of work that happens before that. All right. So let's, let's get into the, you know, the topic now. And like I said in my opening remarks, I mean, there's a lot of interest and demand today for, um, you know, companies in, in this industry for truck tracking and, and telematics. I mean, what, what are the main factors driving this demand? Well, really efficiency. Uh, customers and, and companies want to be as efficient as they possibly can. They want to know where maybe they're not doing as well as they maybe could do, um, such as what are my employees doing? What are my vehicles doing? Can I do more with what I have? You know, do more with rather than going and buying additional equipment or, or hiring additional employees. What can I do with what I have? Can I do more? Uh, same number of employees, same number of equipment, maybe more jobs out there. And that becomes an efficiency level. You know, where, where can I cut out on what I call the non-productive time? This is the the vision that you can see. You know, it opens it up before your eyes. You can make really good decisions that will affect your company moving forward and help you be more efficient and effective. Yeah. So when you see that, I mean, I see it's two elements. One is kind of the the, the asset utilization, if you will, using you know the existing assets, whether it's the trucks, whether it's the drivers, you know, the combination of that, uh, and using that more effectively. I think the other component that I that I see a lot, I wonder if you agree, is is kind of the customer service component to it as well. You know, the ability to proactively notify, you know, customers, uh, you know, in this industry, for example, if it's the contractor or if it's the supplier to say, hey, you know, uh, you know, we, we've got an updated ETA, right? So we, we, we thought we we're going to be here at this time, but now it's actually going to be here and, and then be, be able to proactively notify customers on that. So the service, the customer service aspect of it, is that, you seeing that another element here? Oh, absolutely. Because your customer is, you know, the, the contractor and, and they want to know when the next truck's going to be there. They want to know when they, they need to have their employees there to help do the finishing work on that. And with the GPS, it, it opens up a brand new, you know, a whole window for them to see and understand so that you're providing a better service for your customers, helping them understand what they need to do and when they need to be ready. So it, it, it's a great marketing tool as well. And, and people choose to use customers or, or companies that have a system like this so that they can understand what they're doing and be more efficient themselves as well. Right. I think that's a great point at the end because I mean, in terms of how do you differentiate yourself? You know, like, let's say if you're a hauler, how do you differentiate yourself from, from the competition? You know, the ability to provide, you know, it's one thing to provide reliable service from the standpoint of, you know, moving materials in a timely manner in a safe manner uh, and, and so forth. But there's so much uh, demand these days for visibility and so much demand say, for data and information to be delivered as well. Uh, and those, you know, uh, companies that are able to do that, leveraging these types of tools, I think, like you said, kind of creates this, um, 
you know, helps to create this, this differentiator as well. Uh, you know, th there's a lot of buzz and discussion around uh, overall in, in the transportation industry about ELD mandate, you know, electronic login devices mandate. Is that something that also impacts uh, the heavy building materials industry? Absolutely. In fact, as of December 18th, the, the new rules and regulations applied and came into effect. And so that is definitely something that uh, those customers that are, are, are within those regulations that need to fall within those, then they are certainly um, looking at a product that can handle the ELB certifications. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Because that's the other thing that I've, I've seen in terms of, of uh, another factor that's kind of driving demand for for these types of solutions. Um, so, I mean, so what are some of the key capabilities, you know, companies in the, in the heavy building materials industry, you know, should look for in a truck tracking and, and telematic solutions? I mean, are there any kind of specialized capa you know, capabilities for this industry? Sure, sure. There's, there's products that, that run as a standalone and they give you some information, but do they give you all the information you need? Probably not. So it's very important that they integrate into the other applications or the other business solutions that you're using so that they work and flow together. So you're, you're working as one and, and, and having the information all there together rather than running individual and independent products. It becomes very difficult for those using the products to, to try to manage the systems when they're all uh, separate. So running as an integrated operating product is best into such things as a batch or into a dispatch or into the ELD products that we're talking about. Another thing is that inside the cab of the vehicles, there's limited, re, uh, limited space, limited re, uh, real estate inside of that. So having things on one product, one, one device, is also extremely helpful for the, for the individuals as they're in the cab of those trucks. Yeah, those are two great points. I mean, I like the, the first one, you know, because these solutions ultimately, I mean, you could deploy them as a standalone, but really where you're going to get them, it sounds like where you're going to get the most business value ultimately is when they're integrated as part of the overall you know, business process, whether it's part of dispatch and being able to you know, communicate and exchange information with kind of a dispatch system, like you said, or maybe even on the optimization front, if you need to re-optimize, you know, routes or things of that nature, you know, having that real-time visibility and information feeding into those systems to re-optimize, I think is a, will probably be another uh, point of integration, right? Absolutely. Key information comes from both all those different pieces of the pie and working together gives you the total information that you need to really make those business decisions to, to relocate, to reallocate, to do whatever it needs to do. That's the key here, rather than trying to grab it from each individual product, but, but have it all there in one spot. So very, very important. Right, right. Now, so, you know, you know, you can look at this under the kind of the whole fleet management, uh, you know, kind of arena. And, and when it comes to, you know, fleet management, as, as we just talked right now, I mean, truck tracking is just one piece of, of, of that puzzle. I mean, uh, what are some other kind of important elements, uh, you know, that companies should consider? I think being able to handle uh, what we call a closed status loop, um, starting at one point and ending virtually at the same point, it seems like a really easy uh, ability to do, but understanding what you're doing in each one of those parts with those statuses, whether I'm loading and how long it takes me to load from on my way to the job and how long is it taking me? Am I waiting at the job because the contractor's not ready? I want to know that so that I can maybe bill back or at least understand if I can reallocate additional equipment somewhere else rather than keep throwing them at the same job when they don't need it. So a closed loop, uh, Integration is, is extremely important in, in, a, in a, a system that they need to run and, 
and operate to help them understand what their jobs are doing. So, so just so, so I understand, so part of what you're talking about here is almost some kind of like workforce man, management type of, you know, capabilities. So yeah, you obviously have that driver or that individual that's, that's, that's in the, the, the truck that, you know, driving and tracking the truck is, is one thing, but you know, that individual is performing some tasks, whether it's, you know, pouring concrete or, or something. And so the ability to track those activities, is that what you're talking about? Absolutely. We want to know everything that they're doing throughout the day, not only the driver, but the truck. They need to be married together so that we understand everything that's happening with that. Uh, real life decisions and, and, and timely decisions are needed to be made as a company. And, and this gives you that information so that you can make those decisions. Right, right. Now, the other, the other thing, um, you know, I know this was something that, that was talked about at your conference and, and certain, uh, a number of your customers were, were talking about, you know, kind of deploying this or the opportunities to deploy this, which is kind of geofencing. And, you know, so, you know, when you have geofencing, you can perhaps trigger some automatic business processes based on, you know, the moment it, it enters or, or leaves a certain geofence, it can, let's say, automatically uh, send out a proof of delivery or automatically trigger payment or things like that. Uh, are you seeing geofencing part of the capabilities that more customers are looking for or are looking to implement? Well, with a, with a telematic system, geofencing is a, is a vital portion of that. It, it helps automate, you know, when you're at the plants or you know when you're at the jobs. And automating the whole procedure happens through geofencing. So really, really important part of a, of a telematics product. So, so when you kind of look across, you know, the customers that are using, you know, truck uh, tracking and, and telematics, I mean, what, what are some of the benefits that, that they're achieving? In other words, I mean, if I'm looking to build a business case, you know, to implement this, I mean, what, what are some of the key components of that business case? Well, we're looking for the ability to, to, to lessen the non-productive time that my employees are, are going through, the time from when they clock in at the clock from the time they start their first job, you know, that time in between, trying to, to push them through their day and help them be more productive. Um, better fleet and employee utilization. Do I need to send six trucks to the same job when I, I don't really need to? I can, I can move two trucks somewhere else because I have enough trucks there to manage and they're not, they're not moving as fast as they should. So I can do more with, with less. Um, better customer service and support, we talked about that. Uh, our customers understand that we know where our, our fleets are and they have a better understanding when they need to, to be ready at the job because they have that. Happier customers, which gives us more business. And then accurate data. You know, the data is vital. As the data comes in, it's not only that I have the data, but it needs to be accurate. And then I need to do something with it. So we're giving the customers the ability to evaluate what's happening on a daily basis, both the truck, the customer, the jobs and tying that all together so they can make vital business decisions. So these are all really important benefits of using the telematics product. Yeah, no, I hear, I hear the same thing from a lot of, a lot of companies and, and, you know, just broadly in general. I mean, the, the ability to have, you know, real-time, more real-time data and information coming in, you know, really is foundational to be able to make, you know, smarter and faster, you know, business decisions, right? Being able to, you know, instead of looking at the data that's already stale or old or incomplete, you know, there's, there's nothing like being, being able to be more proactive or manage exceptions more effectively than having this uh, kind of real-time information. So that's what I hear a lot about. Yeah, correct. You know, two weeks from the time you do the job and then you realize and do your numbers and figure out, oh, I didn't do very well on this job. Two weeks is way too long. It's over and done. I have real-time information that I can look and calculate and, 
and I can see and I can I can essentially fix the issues on the time before I get too deep into the problem. Right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, I mean, what kind of challenge, I mean, I assume that, you know, some companies, you know, as part of, you know, they build, they get the business case, but now, you know, you ultimately have to, you know, implement this and, and, and get the buy-in from the organization and, and the, the, those involved with it. I mean, are there any kind of specific challenges or hurdles that, you know, some companies face when implementing these solutions? And what are some of the leading practices in, in overcoming those challenges? Absolutely. A lot of that is uh, the way they've done business always. You know, this is the way we've always done it. Doesn't necessarily mean it's right or wrong, but, uh, you know, there's some change that needs to maybe happen when you when you start putting into place a telematic product. Um, financially, they look at the financial. Well, this is an outlay of cash, but they're not looking at what they're going to be saving on a, on a regular basis to, to pay for that. You know, they're going to be paying that no matter what, but now they're paying for a product that will continually give them savings over and over. So it's important to explain that to them. And then it's important also to get buy-in from, the, you know, from their employees because they look at it sometimes as, you know, big brothers looking at us and, and watching what we're doing. But really we need to show them it's, it's a tool to help efficiency, to be more efficient so that as a company we can get more business. We can keep you as an employee. We can continue to give raises and help, you know, your family move forward. So we need to use it as a tool rather than as a, something to – to be a big brother watching and they need to understand that. So these are some of the things that, you know, we found that uh, objections maybe and, and things that we need to, to jump over as far as hurdles to get them to understand the importance of a product like this. Now, do you see, is it common for companies to maybe start small, meaning, you know, maybe test this out with just a portion of their operations uh, to kind of prove out that value, if you will, to get people to understand, you know, um, you know, what, what this is going to entail? Or do you find that, you know, um, they, they kind of work toward kind of getting that buy-in and that rollout, you know, across the board all at once? Yeah, it's funny because when we first started years ago, we talked about the evolution and how things continue to move. And uh, back then it was more educating on what GPS is and, and what maybe it can do for you, you know, in certain areas. Now it's more everybody knows what the a telematics, a GPS system can do. Um, it's fine-tuned and help them understand how it works specifically for them and their business. So it's more of a consultant role. This is what it can do and how it can help you the way you run your business. I think a major part of, of a problem, too, and a hurdle is a company that comes in and says, this is the way you need to do it because this is the way our product works. Whereas with our product, it's more tell us how you do your business. You've been very successful let us help you enforce your business policies with a product like this so that you can continue to move forward and get more efficient the way you do business. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, what I always find with this, with, with this technology or other types of technology, particularly when there might be some initial resistance or, you know, some, you know, change management is always, you know, a hurdle, you know, trying to move away from the way we've always done things. I think what I always find interesting is that, you know, once people start using, you know, whatever the technology is, if you ask them, you know, three, four months later, hey, you know what, we're going to go back to the old way of doing things. They, they'll probably chop your head off and say, no way, no way. You know, we, we, we love this new way of, of doing it. You know, once now they kind of realize what the, you know, that perhaps the fears and the concerns that they had, you know, they were adequately addressed, but that, that in fact, you know, th these, these new tools actually makes their job, you know, easier and more effective and more productive. 
seen that many, many times, you know, when you're, you're trying to get them over the hurdle of, of actually signing on and, and going forward with a product like this. I don't need it. I've always done business this way. And then they go into the product and they're using it and understand it, see the benefits of it. And then something goes down or something's not working right. Then you really understand, hey, this isn't working. I need this. They understand the benefits of it and they can't do without it. So you're exactly right. Right, right. Well, Ryan, we're running short on time here. So I'm just going to go right to, to my last question here. I mean, as a way to wrap up, I mean, for companies that are, you know, looking to get started with truck tracking and, and telematics, um, you know, what steps should they take to kind of ultimately have a successful implementation and, and achieve the expected benefits? Well, I think important that they really sit down with, with whomever and, and really talk about their needs and what they have and help them understand how the product can help them satisfy those needs. Just to say that one product's gonna work necessarily for them, it's, it's an evaluation. They need to look at it and make sure that it's gonna cross over and, and really give them the benefits that they need. Yeah, that, that's a good recommendation, you know, in terms of having that conversation, because a lot of times, I mean, I, I think, you know, across the board with a lot of technology, some companies, kind of rush to the next sexy new technology, right? And, but they really haven't defined the business problem or the business opportunity that they're looking to address. And unless you have that conversation, truly understand what it is that you're trying to achieve and then see what capabilities or what solutions uh, will marry up with those objectives, uh, I, I think it's, it's critical because I, you know, like the, the famous, uh, you know, Yogi Berra quote, you know, if you don't know where, you know, where, you, where you're going, you know, you might not get there, right? So you, you need to know where you're going and, and what you're looking to achieve. And then that helps to inform the, uh, uh, the, you know, what you're looking for in a technology and what you're looking for in a, in a technology partner. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Ryan, like, like I always say at the end of all our episodes, we, we always just manage to scratch the surface on these topics, but uh, you know, you provided some great food for thought and some insight in this area. And I'm, I'm sure this is a topic that we'll, we'll probably revisit again down the road. So again, thank you for making the time to be with us today. Appreciate your time. Thanks for letting me be on. Great. I want to thank those of you that joined us. Uh, if you're watching this episode uh, on demand, either at the uh, Five Qubits Command Alcon website or on Talking Logistics, and you've got a question or a comment for Ryan, you can post it there. I'm sure he'll be more than happy to respond via that medium. Again, thank you all for joining us and look forward to seeing you in a future episode of Talking Logistics. Have a great day.